You are now listening to Out of the Blank. to another episode of out of the blank podcast i'm here with mickey what's up man how are you mickey it's hot as shit out uh that's an understatement it's like 98 degrees and i didn't have my work shirt on me so i had to wear my work jacket so i was in this gym with no ac just sweating constantly and everyone's like are you hot i'm like yeah i mean you see how red my face is getting no (laughs) no i'm not hot i'm feeling pretty good don't worry about me thanks Oh, it's like a freezer in here. Yeah. <laughs> you got a blanket? I need a blanket. <laughs> well, Mickey, why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself? And if you want, what do you do professionally? Uh, I'm actually a teacher. I, uh, I teach fourth grade uh, in the school district of Philadelphia. Okay. So when we say teaching, what are you exactly teaching? Are you just teaching every single subject or? All subjects. Teach them all. Is yeah, it man. fun? Oh, I love it. I've been doing it. This will be my 14th year I'm going into now. And so, okay, so then it goes a little bit different from with the sketch stuff. So what exactly, I'm guessing you pulled that from the teaching? You like kind of like, you know, being more interactive with a grade that young kind of, it's much more easier to kind of capture their attention if you make it more fun and interesting, which you could do with sketch art. So, well, dad's cartoons actually started from, um, I've been drawing my whole life. I self-taught myself. My mom was an artist. And uh, when my, I would always, growing up, I was always drawing, just doodling, doing, you know, nonsense while in high school and all that. And then I had my, my two, my two sons, I have a nine-year-old and a seven-year-old, both boys. And when my oldest was younger, when he was, I think I'd probably say baby toddler, I want to do a mural, like a a Dr. Seuss mural on his wall. So I drew it all out and I'm like, oh, that was fun. You know, I haven't done it in a while. That was fun. Let me sit down and try to put you know, pen to paper again. So from that point on, I started off, God, how long is it? What's 2020? Probably 2011, 2012 is when I started Dad's Cartoons. And uh, I started off doing pigs, drawing pigs dressed as superheroes. How about say Peppa the Pig? No, 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 no. No, we, we, We were still before that. They were still young enough. They didn't watch TV, thank God. But um. They weren't jumping in muddy puddles yet. (laughs) But uh, yeah, so it started off me doing these pigs and doing animals dressed as superheroes. And I did a small Comic-Con, like a little mini Comic-Con in a comic book store, my first show ever. Uh, Made zero dollars, but I had met a couple people. And the one guy I had met actually connected me with another con. And that was my actual first con, made some money. And then from there, it just spiraled out of control. So what do you typically prefer to draw now? Uh, I mean, I do it all. I can draw pen and paper or digital. Like I, I do, I do make, I do mashups now. So I'll take any pop culture, um, any, Oh, excuse me. Any kind of pop culture character and put it in a superhero outfit, you know, and, and, and stuff like that. So like, um, let's see what I got with me here. So right there is, Hey, Hey, from Moana is Batman. That is freaking awesome, dude. Yeah. How long did it take you to draw something like that? uh, To sketch it out, 
I mean, the original, so I, so what I'll do is I'll sketch it out on pa pen and paper. Um, hold on. I'm actually in my studio right now. Um, so what's the latest thing I drew? So here is my baby Yoda. Oh, that's awesome, dude. See, like I can, I can try, like, I like the sketching part of something like that, but then when it comes into the coloring part is where I go batshit nuts. Cause like, <laughs> I, there's like, I remember when I was a little kid and I would always try and color and I would just like, you know, I want it done as fast as possible. So I'm sitting there like scribbling as fast as I can to get every single part of it. And I would always get a little bit out of the line. I remember somebody in my family going, why don't you do this? You take the crown and you draw the outer border and then you just color inside. And like, I was like, yeah, but that's that's not how the game's supposed to be played. And it's weird because I'll go to a child care center and I'll see the kids that have developed that, like that have been taught that. Like I'll see it in some of the things. I'm like, they obviously just colored the outside and colored it in. But, you know, I'm more on the lines of like a little kid's like I drew this and I just look at him like, you know, Yoda's not blue. Yoda's <laughs> green. And he's like, Yoda can be whatever I want to be. I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah, so it's. It's different, man. I mean, that was so. I did that. I was live on. I was on Facebook Live uh, with my dad's cartoon site, and I sat and drew that with with some people. Um, that took, I'm gonna say, like a half hour, dude, to draw that out. And then, so I would take that. I'm not gonna color that one in, but I I would take that. I'd ink it, you know, with with black marker and black pen, and then color it in. And then I'd sell. I'd frame that up, sell it at a con, and then I would take the original image, put it on my computer, and redo all of it. Have you ever thought about mashing up with like a comic book artist? What do you mean? Like trying to design your own comic. So that's the thing. Like this is so this being a side gig and all, uh, that's cartoons. It's I'm either a weekend warrior or during the summer is when I can really, you know, I really have time to sit down and do stuff. Um, I'm not good with um, frame by frame having sequential art. I'm just a, a character, you know, like I said, mash up, you know, two characters once and it's, it's kind of funny because I do what I want to do. Yeah. You know, and I, I enjoy, I, I enjoy it that way when it comes down to, you know, having to can, you know, put myself, put confines around what I, what I want to draw. It, tur it turns into feeling like a job. And I'm not a, I'm not a fan of that because I already got a professional one, you know what I mean? All, you know, for 10 months of the year. Does it get hard when you're trying to do a commission piece, like just trying to craft one out? I mean, like what's a commission that somebody has asked from you? Like, cause I mean, your art's something I would want on a poster, like in my room or something. I would like Yoda taking a bong rip or something. That'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> um, so when people ask for commissions, they get the nine by 12, the size of Yoda. It's a nine by 12 piece. Um, and I do, it's, you know, full color, full body. So it's whatever they want to do. And I mean, if they're coming to me, they know what I do. They know, you know, they know my style. They know that I do mashups. So they want, if they come to me and they're like, oh, I got an idea. And I'm like, all right, well, give me, give me a character. And I'm like, oh, I want this character. I want Steven Universe. Perfect. Well, what superheroes, what's your favorite superhero? Oh, I like Captain America. Perfect. I got you. You know, so I would draw Captain America. I don't even know if I have, it's actually one of my pieces. Um, I would draw Captain America, I mean, Steven Universe out first. Yeah, no, not with me. Um, it's all right. I draw okay. him. No, you're fine. Um, I draw him at first, just full body in my style, and then I draw Captain America's whole uniform and everything over top of it. 
Do you ever come across like a kid in your class that might have a little bit of a skill? Like we all know those kids that are gifted with drawing or something that are kind of doodling in the corner. Do you ever, have you ever found one just like in your 14 years of teaching, you came across like this kid needs to get into an art class? Funny. So what I do, so I wrap this into my classroom. So like on Fridays, I would do like fun Fridays and I'd sit down and draw with the kids. Like they'd have to earn for good behavior and all, but I'd sit down and draw with them. Um, I've used my prints. I have stickers. I have enamel pins. I have, you know, I have everything you can think of. And I give all that stuff out as prizes. You know, I've, I use all that as, as, um, um, rewards. She's like, yeah, thank you. I can't, I can't even think of the word. My mind ain't working today, dude. <laughs> but yeah, so that's how that's, you know, that's how, so I wrap it in with my classroom. My kids love it, but I would be thinking more of like, for me, I would go in at like an ego angle. I would be like, all right, who wants to get taught a lesson here? And then I'd sit down and be like, oh, you want to have a drawing contest? Next thing you know, these kids like, I drew a car. You're like, that's great. You know what I drew? Batman inside of a black hole fighting Superman. And both the characters are members of the Teen Titans. That's a mind freak for your own. And your kid's just like, but I have race car. And you're like, that's. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's not going to happen. Because I can't, I'm not the art teacher. You know what I mean? So it's not, I'm not going to sit down and waste instructional time for math or literacy. Whereas like a fun Friday, quick 45 minutes at the end of the week, I can reward them for good behavior and stuff like that and sit and draw with them and help them out. But you always find some, you know, there's a lot of kids out there with a lot of different talents. Well, you're pulling awesome literally your own art creations, like with doing superheroes and stuff. Why specifically superheroes? I think that stems from like when you're a kid, you come across. Oh, I was, you, yeah, I'm still a huge nerd. I, I was a huge nerd growing up. I'm a huge nerd now. I mean, I wish I had time to sit down and read a comic book. Like I said, I got two kids and a full-time career. Um, but I, growing up, I had a ton of comic books and, and, you know, collected them and read them. I still collect toys. I have a huge toy collection. Um, I mean, you can see there's a couple right there on top of there, but that's nothing compared to the amount of wall space that's covered with artwork. And my, I mean, my desk right here, I don't even know if I can do this. And you can see just my desk where I draw, you know, all the toys that are sitting there and that's just on my desk. So I have, I'm, I'm a huge nerd, you know, so that's, it stems from, you know, doing superheroes and villains and stuff like that. But it pretty much comes down to if I can find characteristics to mash up together, they'll work. Do you find that it's like the giant leaps are the ones that are the most like kind of sought after? Like if you did like a, like a Rick and Morty style thing, but you did them in like a, like maybe an old school, like generation cartoon, like mixing old with new seems like that's the real popular stuff. Cause I feel like with this pop kind of culture art, it's all nostalgia, especially for me. Like when I'm looking at stuff, I like seeing stuff that I can, Oh shit. I remember that when I was a kid, when cartoons were actually good, you know, like I would love to see, uh, you know, like somebody dressed up as Johnny Bravo or something. I'm like, fuck yeah, like that. So when... I'm big on that. So I actually have a Johnny Bravo dressed as Shazam. Or oh, I have, oh, what? I have uh, uh, Grimm from the um, the Adventures of Bill and Billy Mindy. And you know, I have Grimm dressed as Skeletor. Nice, um, dude. I have I have uh, Zim and Gurr dressed up as Flash and Green Arrow. Nobody um, knows that show. Nobody yeah, knows dude. Invader Zim. It came on at one o'clock in the morning after I remember this episode specifically. Okay. So on Adult Swim, when I was supposed to be sleeping as a little kid, because I had school the next day, I was really awake watching TV. And I remember seeing, you know, the little black and white lettering that would come across the screen telling you something stupid out of nowhere. Then after Aqua Teen Hunger Force or something, there was this 
five or maybe 50 second clip of a guy and it's like a big overweight guy and just goes what are you gonna do i sit on you sit on you right on your head and he was just sitting on random people's heads and i'm like what the fuck but then invader zim came on afterwards and there was a specific episode and every time i bring up this cartoon barely anybody knows what it is when Gur, um, like there's a tree that came out of the ground and Gur's tied to it, like a little all around his collar or whatever. And he runs around the tree and it yanks him. And then he stops and he stands up and there's like a second pause. Then he starts running the complete opposite way and it yanks him again. I'm like, oh my God. Like that's when cartoons were like, they were simple, but they were fun. I mean, if you notice the shift in cartoons, for instance, my dad used to sit and watch cartoons with me 24 seven. And as I'm older and I look back at a lot of the cartoons I used to watch, I'm like, Oh, there's a, there's adult jokes in here that I didn't, I didn't even hit. And it's like, when you look at the ones now, there's no adult jokes. They're all just really stupid fart, you know, a simple slip and fall on a banana peel type stuff. And I'm like, this is where we lost it. See, now I'm my kids and I sit and watch, I love teen Titans go. I know I'm on the wrong side of the train tracks on that thought process, but I love Teen Titans Go. Like we watch it, we watch it in our household and the adult humor in that, and not even the adult humor, but the nostalgic adult humor that's in it where you get it if you're an 80s kid. Like I'm, I'm 38 years old, so I get it from the 80s and all that stuff. Um, I love it. I love, I love Teen Titans Go. Dude, I enjoyed Green Lantern. I enjoyed it for I what it was. I fucking love Green Lantern. Thank you. I thought that movie was I, amazing. I enjoyed though. the. I enjoyed the movie. I love Ryan Reynolds. I've loved Ryan Reynolds since he was yeah. with two guys, a girl, in a pizza shop. Yeah. Like that. So I, I, I liked it for what it was, and and so people, people tend to like start conversations with me, and then I say, oh yeah, I like Green Lantern, and they'll walk away, and I'm like. See ya. Like, no, you know what I mean? Like, it- <laughs> I, I, I love you so much more right now because Green Lantern is my favorite movie of all time. And I said, what the problem was is that it was rushed. And what I mean when it was rushed is it should have been two completely different movies. They tried to cram it all into one. But I am a fan of it only because of the fact is that's Green Lantern is one of my favorite superheroes. And that's the only movie for Green Lantern. So I will stick by it and I will fight the opinion. I mean, it's got a lot of good scenes in it. You get to see an actual love relationship between Ryan Reynolds and his wife, which I thought was pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah it's funny because I always say that they have the Spider-Man, the Spider-Man-isms. So when they try to jam too many people into one movie, I always talk about the uh, Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans because that's how I felt like they did with those movies. They just try to jam it all in that final one with Sandman and Venom, and I'm like, why? Why would you do that? Everyone so always on the third one for that. They were like, there are too many villains in this one. Yep. It, 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 you can tell when something's rushed. And like I said, I, I, I'll enjoy movies for what they are. You know, I'm not, I'm not out here to, to find something wrong. There's too many people that want to find negativity. I'll enjoy it for what it is. You know, I think there was two movies in my lifetime I've walked out on, and one of them was one of Adam Sandler's very first movies, um, Going Overboard, I think it's called, and nobody knows about it. No one. So I used to be a huge DVD guy. Like, I would have the racks of DVDs all on my wall and all that, and I was going through Best Buy one day for like five bucks. I'm like, Adam Sandler, I love Adam Sandler. I've been, you know, I put this thing on, dude. I turned it off and threw the DVD out. Like, it was atrocious where do you stand on don't mess with the zohan because that movie if you look at it now it could not be played today not a fan i I wasn't a fan when it came out i i I was not i mean i sat through it i watched the entire thing it wasn't as bad as as going overboard Uh but i'm not a fan of of you know 
but then again, I sat and watched, um, what did I watch? The Do-Over. And then I forget his other movie that came out on Netflix. Um, was fantastic. The mystery you know, one with uh, Jennifer Aniston? Yes, 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 yes. I love that movie. That was a good and one. The, do- the Do-Over was great. You know, but he's he's not only doing his own stuff, he's he's doing all the other movies. So all his boys are coming out. I mean, did you see The Wrong Missy? Yeah, that was a good movie uh, too. Fantastic. And but he's 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 got his hands in that producing it and and you know, so he's not only like off the some people are like, Oh, he's off the grid, he's not really doing much, or he's only doing Netflix. I'm like, no, he's still making all these movies and got his hands in with all of his buddies. You know, I still go back to his first Happy Madison, which was uh Grandma's Boy. Yeah. And that is that is by far like a cult movie for me. That is I you cannot go wrong with with, with, okay. with Grandma's Boy. You mentioned something yesterday that you were doing bowling. Now there's a cult movie that is my all-time favorite that is linked to bowling and the whole reason I got addicted to bowling, The Big Lebowski. Yeah, of course. I literally when I watched that movie, I spent I think the next three months just bowling every single day for like six hours a day. I mean, to the point where I was close to getting a perfect game until my grandma whooped my ass. Um, She was like, you want to bet? I was like, I was like, look, I've been playing so much. Like I'm not going to go against you. She's like, do you want to bet me and who will win in this bowling game? I said, I'm literally one strike away from a perfect game. Yeah, let's do it. So we tossed 20 bucks on the table. Next thing I know, um, I'm getting my ass whooped. I mean, straight out. She's got the curve in it and everything. She's got her, like, I mean, just skills. Out. I don't even know how to explain it. You're hearing turkey, turkey, turkey. Everyone around sitting there, like, watching us play. And my dad just walks up and goes, oh, yeah, by the way, your grandma was a professional bowler at one point. I was like, what do you Yo. mean professional? She goes, she didn't hit the big times in, like, the, you know, on the TV and everything, but she li- literally you know she's won trophies for this and she's literally like literally one strike away i swear to you from a perfect game and she just goes huh she goes but this is my 20 dollars." but she ended up giving it back to me later <laughs> but everyone's like uh, we got to get your name on the wall she's like i'm good and walked out i was like okay i got more respect for my grandmom right now yeah my dad always told me growing up you never bet on you only bet on a short thing you know, he would always try to teach me lessons about betting when I was growing up. And I will always remember, he actually passed away like three years ago um, when UFC was was big, when it first came out and it was pay-per-view and it was a big deal. Him and I would sit and watch it all the time. We watch boxing, we watch all sports. I didn't know it. I was going out, I went out and I didn't know that there was a fight on. So the next night he had recorded it. So the next night I came home and he goes, you want to sit down and watch UFC? I'm like, sure. We sat there and watched it. Now this is his second time watching it. He knows the results of all the fights unbeknownst to me. So he gets to the, he gets to the, the, uh, the, the card, the card match. And I'm like, and he goes, want to put some money on this? And I'm like, a hundred percent. I'm like, he's going to win. All right, let's go. 50 bucks, put 50 bucks on it, dude. He took my money. And I sat there and I looked at him. I'm like, when was this on? I'm like, why is the deep, why is the VCR on? And he goes, it played last night. I'm like, are you for real? You just played me. And he goes, always, always bet on a sure thing. And Holy I'm like, crap. yo, dude. So from that point on, I'm not even kidding you, dude. Like, you want to talk about a life lesson? I don't bet. I don't gamble. Like, I, if I, you know, I, it has to be something that I've done my research on. Like, my wife always gets it made at me. Like, I always be like, my bet. You know, just like your grandmom did. So it's funny to, you know, you know, if I know I'm, if I know I'm right, or if I know that I'm, I'm, I got the right path, I'm going for it. 
I think everybody in my family has like is really really talented at something that's not like major but it's like a minor type thing like my one grandmom is the ex-bowling champion and then my other grandmom my dad's mom is a pool play, like a pool champion she schooled me in pool when I was very little and I'm fucking good at claw machines I'm like why can't I get like a talented thing like football something that could bring in like millions of dollars dude I played I played ice hockey for 12 years all throughout grade school and high school. That's a tough fucking and, sport. Uh, oh, I loved it. Loved every minute of it. My kids want nothing to do with it. Nothing. Nothing to do with it. I was good. I was a good defenseman. But uh, so I also shot pool. And, I'm, you know, I've got a couple couple patches and all that stuff. It was a bar league. My son is an old soul, I call him, because he loves bowling and he loves to shoot pool. I'm like, all right, whatever. You know, whatever. You know, I'm not going to force you to go play baseball or soccer or basketball. We gave him all a shot. He wasn't a fan of him. So we'll, we'll, we'll go ball and we'll shoot pool, dude. Like, I'll, I'll enjoy it. I'll, I'll have fun with you. I'll still play. So it's interesting to see where his interests lie. Yeah. Have you ever seen the movie Here Comes the Boom? Yes. Loved Here Comes the Boom. Who is the big, giant, bald guy that's in that one that's a UFC fighter? Oh, it's – um. oh, God. I'm going to draw a blank. Um. You know who I'm talking about, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got his, he got his, uh, he got his, um, his citizenship. Well, it, it, Kevin James helped him get yeah. his citizenship. It's okay. um, uh, Kurt. Um, uh, dude, I'm gonna draw a complete it's blank. Good. It's gonna it's come good. back. You know what's gonna happen? It's gonna come back yeah. tonight when I after I get done dinner. I'm like, oh my god, that's what it is. Yeah, it always <laughs> happens. But th- I heard a story about that guy. He bet somebody in a game of pool because he actually likes to play like professional pool. Um, you know, your own bring your own cue and bring your own pool stick and everything. And um, he bet somebody that they couldn't put a cue ball in their mouth. Here's the trick: you can get the cue ball in your mouth. The bad part is you can't get it out. So once he got it in there, his mouth couldn't get the thing open, so they had to break his the dude's teeth to get the cue ball out. And I was like, there goes betting. Imagine that. Like, you want to bet on a sure thing. I bet you you cannot put this cue ball in your mouth. Someone goes in, give me my $50. Okay, hand him the 50 bucks. I can't get it out. Yeah, now we get to break your teeth. So I basically paid you $50 to break your teeth. Unbelievable, dude. The stuff you hear, you know what I mean? It's crazy. If I was going to ask you to bet on, let's say, a sure thing here, where do you think cartoons are going to go in the future? Do you think that it's going to come back to this flashback retro thing? I mean, we're seeing, like, you know, all these old movies get re kind of done in a way. Do you think that it's going to era back to maybe bringing Johnny Bravo back? I mean, I know that show kind of pushes the lines, but it really doesn't. I think just people look at this and like, oh, he's a womanizer and he's all these things. It's like – but it shows you that he doesn't get the girl. It shows you that acting like a muscle-bound jerk is going to get you slapped in the face, and then she always goes with the chick or goes with the nerd dude. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to go. I mean, look at look at the new Thundercats roar. I mean, have you sat down and actually watched it? There's a new Thundercats? Yeah. So I'm out the game. I'm out the game. Dude, it's, it's again, it got a t- – you know what the funny part is? It got so much hate that Teen Titans wrote an episode about the amount of hate that Thundercats was getting. And they, they listened to the hate and they hated Thundercats roar. And dude, it was a whole, this whole big crossover episode about the hatred towards the new, the new show. So they're kind of drawn in the fact, in the manner of, um, I mean, kind of like Teen Titans, but they're not, they're, they're more cartoony and the humor is more slapstick. 
you know, it's, you know, uh, Lino isn't, isn't the brightest bulb on the circuit, you know, and it's, it's, it's kind of funny and I enjoyed it for what it was. Well, it's a twist on the old like version of it, but the factor is like the old version was a little bit more serious. If you saw an old episode of teen Titans, that's old school, like Japanese, like artist artistry basically. And like the shows had a lot more deep meaning. Like I always talk about a show that can make you feel like that show when they showed cyborg, when he had the rings on his hands and he like, it brought him back to like show him his human form or whatever, without all the robotic parts after his accident. Like you got to see him look at his hands and like, you wanted to cry. But then I see it now and it's like, they're them trying to find the TV remote and someone orders a pizza. I'm like, there was hints of this in the original, but it, it was still serious. Like it had yes. a story to it. it. Just feels rushed. It, it is not, it is not serious one bit. And the people that go into it thinking it's serious, are gonna like it it's it's a comedy it is a straight comedy with all the nerdisms tied into it with some adult humor jabbed in there here and there and nostalgic stuff but i mean they make fun of themselves about not being the old teen titans it's it's they came out with a series it was called um night begins to shine so it was a four-part series which ended up being a whole hour and it was fantastic they were drawn they were drawn like they were back in the day. Mm-hmm. They were they were that type of style drawn, and they were in this like '80s uh, type um, nostalgic area, and it's like an another world. Like it was a great series. Loved every minute of it. Love Night Begins to Shine, and they just came out with a second Night Begins to Shine, and it was even it was as, it was as good. It wasn't better, but it was a, as good as the first one. But again. It was fun. I enjoyed it. You know what I mean? It's something to do with my kids and sit and watch with my kids. See, I like it shows that like my, based on like the stuff I had when I was a kid based on to where it's at now. And I, I would mean Courage Cowardly Dog. That show taught life lessons. If you were watching Mr. Meaty, I feel like you're probably scarred a little bit. I don't know if you've ever seen that one before. No. Dude, they have an episode about a tapeworm that will fuck you up for days, man. Well, I'm trying to think. How, well, how old are you? I'm 22. Oh, my God. I got oh 16 years. I got 16 years on you, bro. I still watch the Jetsons. I mean, my dad was like, "Hey, let's sit down and watch cartoons together." So a few hours a night or whatever, the nights because my dad was a radio person by day, then a DJ at night, so he'd only be home for a couple hours. And he's like, "You want to watch cartoons? You want to watch Kiss? You want to watch?" I saw Kiss meets the Phantom at the park. You want to talk about a movie that changes your life? That was a good ass movie, man. That made me think of that band in a whole different way. I'm sure, dude. I'm sure. Yeah, I, I, I'm. I, I'm still. I'm an '80s kid, early '90s kid. So, that's all the stuff I grew up on. But like, so dinosaurs. Did you ever see? Did you ever sit down and actually watch dinosaurs? Okay, you have to refresh my mind on dinosaurs. So they, they're, they're like, they're, they're in like full dinosaur costumes. It's not, it's not cartoony. It's not real life. But it's, it's people in that. And, and there's a little baby dinosaur. I forget his name. I'm drawing a blank. But he, he hits always hits the dad and says, "Not the mama." Oh yeah, I know it's sure, but it looks like alligators a little bit. So they're coming back out. They're they're putting that whole series on Netflix. And I was talking to my wife and I'm like, I don't I don't know if I want to watch it. Yes. And she goes, Why? And I'm like, because I don't know if it was as good as I remember. Yes. So I don't want to ruin that memory and watch it and then be pissed because now I remember di- I don't remember dinosaurs being good. I remember it being garbage. Like I was sitting down and trying to watch it now. And just sitting there staring at the TV screen. So I'm kind of up in the air of watching, you know, I'll still go back. Like we can talk about Willow. I, you know, um, 
Um, the Wiggles? I'm trying. No, man, Willow. You ever saw Willow? <laughs> no. You've never seen Willow? No. Do you watch Goldbergs? I don't know. I don't watch that either. Oh, dude, where, 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 what area are you from? I'm in uh, Ocean City, Maryland. Okay, so yeah, you won't appreciate Goldbergs. Well, I mean, you would. It's all nostalgic 80s and 90s, well, 80s stuff, but it's Goldbergs was written. It's a, a town in, outside of uh, Philly. That's It's about... Um, it's all about the Phil- the Flyers. The Phillies, I know. The- look, the only show I know about Philly is the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. My boy. Oh my God! Not even. It's always sunny. <laughs> Dude, honestly, I like the show only for Frank. That is it. When I when I saw my first episode, I saw was when Frank hung himself by the ceiling fan, and they're like, "Well, Frank hung himself, and he started drinking a beer. Then he falls off the ceiling, and he starts choking. They're like, see, Frank, your neck's too fat. You can't kill yourself." <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it's you know, there's so many movies back in the '80s and '90s that, like, I like there's a movie Labyrinth. I'm not sure if you ever heard of Labyrinth with David Bowie. Yeah, I didn't like it when I was a kid. So when I sat down and tried to watch it as an adult, I really didn't like it. You know, so you kind of remember that stuff that you watch when you were a kid, you know, and you're trying to think of, well, let me try to watch it as an adult. And you're like, eh. I get too afraid, dude. It's a culture shock for me. Like I, I've watched, rewatched the Teen Titans a little bit. It's not as good as I remember. It seems like, I mean, I still love it, but it's the fact of like, I'm just really getting a nostalgia feel from it. And Dragon Ball Z too, like that was a show that just sort of stopped. Like I remember being shirtless, sitting in the kitchen, eating a bagel, you know, in like my, you know, Pampers or whatever, when I was so little, just in the middle of the kitchen, like, look at this kid, hey, shirtless eating a, whatever, eating a bagel or something. And I'm watching Dragon Ball Z. Like I remember like the very first few episodes and then I watch it now and I'm like, so how many times has he died now? Well, this is about his second thousand time. It's like, okay, well, what, what, what's happened? Who's this guy? Who's this purple cat thing? It's like, this is Dragon Ball Z. I'm like there was fucking gt there was x y m it's like starts to turn into the lgbt community where we're sitting here naming off all the different versions of dragon ball z yeah i never got into dragon ball z never never sat down and watched i actually don't even think i ever sat down and watched an episode so i don't more of a total drama island fan no man i just never like i said once so once sixth or seventh grade hit I was playing ice hockey. I was playing roller. I was playing roller in fourth and fifth. And then once sixth grade hit, I was ice hockey. So we were doing four 30 in the morning practices. We had games, you know, there wasn't a chance to sit down and have a bowl of cereal on a Saturday morning and watch cartoons. So the only thing I have for cartoons is when I was, when I was younger, you know, the old, you know, Looney Tunes and all that stuff, or the actual wholesome TV shows of family matters and full house and saved by the bell and all that. You know, at nighttime when you would get home from school after you got done your homework. So, did you like Full House? Loved Full House. Loved it. I've watched it as an adult too, and still can sit down and watch it. What about Fuller House? I never tried it. Ah, oh, yeah. Don't, don't. There's do so that. many. There's so many more cool things on Netflix for me <laughs> to sit down and waste my time on. Well, okay. So, if you had to pick a cartoon that you enjoy watching now, a newer version, which one would it be? Right now. Yes. Oh, so it's a newer version, but not not old, not an old cartoon. Not an old cartoon. Something your kids might love that you like to watch with your kids. Oh, it's Teen Titans Go. Is it really? 
Yeah, 100%. look deep in your heart right now. Don't even answer me that quickly. Teen Give Titans it a couple Go. Seconds. Uh, I mean, I could even there could even be a Stephen America, but Teen Titans Go come. We watch more Teen Titans Go than Stephen America. Do you think like I? Sorry, think, I keep saying Stephen America because that was the that's the Stephen Universe. Stephen Universe. Stephen yeah. America is the, the mashup. I, I caught it. I caught it. Um, but you know, I look at like those old school cartoons used to taught like life lessons. Like I would love to see grim adventures of Billy and Mandy made today, but I'm just afraid they're going to rush a lot of the stuff out of it. Cause I think the whole point of the thing was supposed to be like, it was pretty sadistic. If you watched it, I mean, Billy got the whole front of his face chopped off and you saw the skeleton, but they used humor to, you know, incorporate inside of that. And then curse the cowardly dog. I think the only reason I hate macaroni and cheese is because the one episode where Muriel's a baby and he keeps making her macaroni and cheese and she's like too much macaroni, too much cheese. And it's 10 minutes of him going back and forth. And you as a person are just like, slap the shit out of her. Just slap her. I would, I, I swear to God. And she goes, Oh, and then she eats it and she goes, Mmm. And then she throws it off the table and goes, I don't like macaroni and cheese. And then you just see courage. Look at the screen. Like no fucking way. This just happened. Yeah, it's interesting, dude. It, it, it is. And I, you know, I was raised by a retired cop, you know, and my mom was, my mom, we were all Catholic. So we didn't really have any kind of, you know, we weren't allowed to watch MTV. So we weren't, we didn't really have any of the, the, the gnarly stuff, if you will. Like I wasn't allowed to watch Beavis and Butthead, even though I snuck it and watched it. Um, still snuck and watch MTV and stuff like that. But we didn't have, you know, if, if, we were sitting down watching an episode of it and they caught it. We were done. It was, it was then banned in the house. No, you can't watch it. You know, I got in trouble when I was 14, 15 for listening to uh, Offspring's first, uh, uh, first album, if you know, Offspring is a uh, band. Um, you, did you just ask me if I know who Offspring is? Dude. I mean, I got 16 years on you, bro. I don't know. Look, my dad was worked at multiple radio stations and now owns his own one. I was cultured from, I had a kiss toothbrush as a kid where you played the, you, you brush your teeth, you hear rock and roll all night. That's like, awesome. I remember being a little kid walking by my dad's studio thing. And there was all these statues of like, my dad was a kiss fanatic, everything kiss. He bought the original book with that was made with the ink with their blood. And I asked him, I was like, what are these? Like, what's this guy with his tongue sticking out? And he goes, you don't know who kisses. And I said, no i'm four and he goes let me show you and then i entered this realm i mean i was going through offspring cds any cd any of the classes megadeth metallica everything just i mean my dad was in a kiss tribute band so i grew up thinking my dad was peter fucking chris i mean i saw him dress up as the cat and go up on stage play ram's head live in front of like fifteen thousand people and fucking you know that was i was looking i was like no fucking way like i look at the pictures now i don't like showing them because i'm a fat kid but i look at I hey, look, hey hey there's nothing wrong with fat kids dude Hold up. i was pretty bad I was nothing I had, wrong with that kids. It's a picture with a me holding his drumstick, like an actual like the ones he throws off into the crowd. That's it's, awesome. It's wrapped in confetti, and I'm wearing a kiss T-shirt, and no one told me we were taking a picture, so my face is like uh, like that, That's and it's great, like, dude, those are the, those are the ones you got to live by, man. Because <laughs> I mean, like, 
sitting down, like for me as a nostalgia thing when it comes to cartoons, the reason why I love it so much, I mean, probably much like your own, it's a whole childhood influence thing. I mean, it was there. It was like something you could watch and get a quick laugh out of too. But for me, like much like it is for you now with your own kids, spending time with my dad with a few hours he was home, we'd be watching SpongeBob. Remember the one time we were watching Jimmy Neutron and the dad's like, son, Jimbo, Jim Jam, Jim. Well, one time I sat on a banana, and after that, my life changed forever. And I'm laughing like he sat on a banana. What an idiot. And then my dad's laughing. I'm like, why? And then I realize I watch it now, and I'm like, oh, there was some adult humor in there. Same thing yeah, with SpongeBob. Yeah. yeah, so SpongeBob's another one we would watch. You know, we watch the movies and all that stuff. But I even – I have an issue with SpongeBob – as, you know, as a as a teacher and as a parent, you know, it, it's it's not good for kids to sit and stare at it too much and watch it too long because of the way that the frames are set up and it moves too quick. So it could cause, you know, it's it. There were studies done on it and all that. I'll still sit and watch it with them, but we don't. We haven't watched SpongeBob in a while. It's been a long while. That was a big thing that used to come on to like TV shows and video games. They used to say, if you're prone to seizures, be careful. There's flashing lights. There was a warning. I don't see that anymore. And I see the games have ramped up a lot. Like I was just playing the other day, you know, an old, like a, a kind of like a newer version of Soul Calibur, but still not really like new, new. But I mean, shit was flying across the screen so much and everything's in 4K now. So it's like, whoa, like I need to take a break. I'm getting them heart palpitations. Yeah, yeah, no, I I play COD and uh, Apex Legends daily, um, and I they're they're it's like you said it's kind of slowed down. It's still somewhat fast paced, but yeah, it's kind of slowed down than you know remembering what we used to play. Where do you stand on Viva Pinata? Not sure if I know what that is. It's a fucking farming game, and all the animals are pinatas, so you get to beat them with a shovel. And what happens is when they die, candy comes out. Never heard of it. Everyone shits on it as much as people shit on the Green Lantern. So I want you to look up this game and see how awesome it is. Because let me tell you something. Was it a game or is it an app? It's a game. Oh, God. It's for Xbox, dude. And you have to beat animals? You don't have to. That's not right. You don't have to. You can just do it if you feel like it. Like sometimes they get ill and you don't want to call a doctor because it costs money. So then you just beat it to death. And then you're a tiger, you're going Tiger King over here. You're going to be Joe Exotic. <laughs> I actually started a tiger farm to get my master breeder's license under the tiger. But dude, you get to have like I always just start a farm of like cats, just regular cats or dogs, and then I just sit there and breed a whole bunch of them. So then I just let them walk around and roam. You could build ponds, have penguins, bro. This game Sounds is like farmland, like, dude. It's like Minecraft if they incorporated more um, time with animals. My kids would play that then. But they, do you remember uh, – again, I don't know. Do you remember Farmville? Yes, I remember Farmville. So, I mean, that's – dude, I played that for like a hot minute. Even like Clash of Clans. Played that for a hot minute. Every once in a while, I'll go back to it when I get sick of a, an app on my phone. But right now, I'm addicted to – what's it called? Um, random Dice. Dragon City. Play that. No, dude, I'm addicted to Random Dice. I'm telling you right now, it's either the Family Guy, the Family Guy app, or the Random Dice app. Are you talking it's about the tower. card? Are you talking about the card throwdown one, or the one where you build your own? Like, uh, what is it, Cohog? No, the the matching one. It's a matching. It's another. It's a matching game. 
I don't think I've heard of that one yet. It's fantastic. It's been out for it's been out forever. I'm on like level three thousand. I'm a big fan of like the simulation games, and it kind of links back to cartoons here with um, Simpsons Tapped Out. You get to build your own Springfield, but like everything, you design it how you want to design it. The whole place exploded. You get to collect characters per level you go on. Obviously, you got to spend money on you know donuts is what the currency is. But I mean, it was cool because I could play. It's like I want the Quickie Mart here. Oh, you get a poo. Like Simpsons is one of my favorite. Like I saw the movie before I saw the show. So I was freaking lit when that came on. I saw Green Day, and then they went down like the Titanic. I was like, this is freaking awesome. What is this? Yeah. Yeah, I watched that. Again, that was another show when we were kids. That was I was out. Couldn't watch Simpsons. I mean, I still snuck and watch it. But, but yeah, it was – I mean, like, so now that when I got older, that's – so I kind of – you know, if you talk about the nostalgia, my artwork, you know, I go, I go back – I go. I, I mean, I'm Jabberjaw. I'm going to throw a Jabberjaw here. I, I know you don't know who Jabberjaw is, but Jabberjaw is an old cartoon back in the, I'd say late '70s, early '80s. He was a shark. So I actually drew Jabberjaw as Yondu from Guardians of the Galaxy, um, and then wrote down bottom. You know, I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Like that's you know. But I, so I go. I go back. I go. I go way back and do all the old stuff as well but then again that goes back to me doing what i want to do like if you want a commission you're going to be the only owner of that commission you know that's the way it's going to be i'm not going to you know but if it's i want to do it the way i want to do it you know we're going to we're going to make prints of it so people can have posters for their room mickey what will it take me to convince you and to do the best investment ever of what you can do with your art instead of making commission poster pieces or things like this you remember garbage pail kids do that make trading cards so there, that's the thing man it's 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 a difficult if it, it oh so when was like have you ever been to a comic-con i have never been to a comic-con and i'm pretty sure okay. i would love it so going to a comic-con Go to a Comic-Con and think about me. Well, you're not going to be going to a Comic-Con anytime soon. <laughs> but go to a Comic-Con and think about this conversation. You got to do, even though I'm in doing what I enjoy, you got to do what people want. You know, so even though, like, I'll sit and I'll do. Put Steven America on a freaking card, dude. So I'll do BB-8 and BB-9 dressed as R2-D2 and Darth Vader fighting. Okay. You know. I don't that like the new fun. Star Wars, so don't don't. I have a buddy that owns a Star Wars podcast. If you want to so be on you, it, I'll message are you. Him. A, are you a brony then? Oh, I have a funny story about this. Okay, so there's this kid. He's a very good kid. His name's Spencer. Um, shout out to him. But he's a little bit kind of weird. And what I mean weird is like he wear a Daniel Boone like raccoon hat and would run through school. And I mean, he's a nice kid. I liked him. But what I thought was really funny was he was a brony. He was one of these, you know, loved my little pony. And we had driving school together. So whatever we had a vending machine in the class. And what happened was he would get up and he would stand right over your fucking shoulder and watch you make a decision and like pick your thing. And then he would go, nice choice. And then he would walk away like backwards while he stared at you the whole time and then sit back in his seat without fucking looking where he's walking. He could step on anything. He just would sit right back in his seat. And whenever someone would get up and use the vending machine, if he was all the way across the class, he would charge at it. And hey, like, hold on. You had a vending machine in your classroom? 
it was for driving school. It wasn't an actual like class oh, taught in school. Okay. We had to I go was going to say, hold up. Oh. I would never get my kids to be able to pay attention. They'd be trying to scrounge money from the person can, next to them to get something. Can you imagine eat. that? Instead of the pencil sharpener, you got a kid trying to get funnions out of the she- oh, machine. Oh, my God. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> well, my, uh, my uh, boss's brother was in my class. And um, his name is Bailey. And he would he would sit there. And, I, and I, Spencer asked me, he goes, are you a fan of My Little Pony? And I'm like, I'm not. But you know who hates My Little Pony? And he goes, what? And I said, Bailey. And I pointed to Bailey. And Bailey's in the back seat, like, what? And then he turns around, gives him the death stare, and then turns back around and looks at me and goes, thank you for warning me. And I just told him, like, dude, you're probably going to get murdered after this class is over. But, like, shit was, like, that's what, like, whenever I see My Little Pony or something like that, like, that's what I love, though, is that, like, you can find enjoyment. I'll admit, I watched Powderpuff Girls when I was a kid, dude. I enjoyed that shit. I love the little bubble washers, little drinks you get with the superheroes on it. Like, everybody's got their own cartoon and stuff to it. And what's weird is, compared to when you were a kid, the superheroes, all those things that everyone would be afraid to talk about because of the fact it wasn't popular, is now super, super trending. So I'm wondering what's going to be the next future thing here. I don't know, man. And it's tough to know. And that's the problem with, you know, I mean, now that we're stuck with the whole COVID nonsense, but you not having cons, that was the game you played, you know? So um, my buddy and I used to, so I actually, the first actual con I told you about, I met this artist that I had found, been found on Instagram. His name's Playful Gorilla. Um, so I had met him at this con and I was nerding out because I loved his artwork and he was such a cool dude. He was very receptive. So we ended up trading artwork back and forth. So I traded some of my stuff to him. He actually still owns one of my original pigs. And it's, and I, I tell him like, don't you ever hang that up? Like, I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it on the internet, nothing. Um, but we ended up finding out that we lived like five minutes from each other. And from that point on, we're like boys now. Like this is, you're talking six years ago, seven years ago. He taught me pretty much everything I need, everything I know now for digital. I was always just, pencil and paper and color it in he taught me how to do the whole digital game is it so easier we, doing into digital because it seems like it looks a hell of a lot harder um it's getting it down to a it's getting it down to a science man once you get it down to a science like i could do so here and here's another cartoon that i got to tell you about you ever watch loud house nope dude watch it later hysterical lincoln has 11 sisters 10 sisters Jesus. something else. And, and he knows how to manage each one of them. So it's fantastic. Go watch it. But so like hacking like, your sibling. Yeah. So like there's Lincoln dressed as Thanos. So I was like, Oh, he can take care of his sisters in a snap and everybody laughs in that. But this is, so this is a fantastic cartoon that they're, they're making new ones of. I think it's on Nickelodeon and my kids love it. So back to what we would watch. We love watching loud house together too. Sorry. It's all good. What I what I want to ask though is, have you ever thought about doing the sketches of people? Like you know, um, you, you never never do those. You only stick to cartoons and stuff. I dude, I suck at drawing humans. People have asked me so many times to do to do to draw them or do caricatures. I I'm the worst. Like, I had somebody hit me up. They wanted a commission for um, Phoenix. They wanted a Phoenix commission. Okay, cool. I'll sit down and draw it. Dude, I had to draw it three times. The first time I drew it, um, the cheekbones were too high and it looked like it, it did. It, it looked all mangled. Second time I drew it, it looked like she had a, a thick throat and an Adam's apple. Like I can't do 
facial features. Can't do them. Um, I there's can't do a, the hands. The hands. I just no, when I get to the can. hands, I look for like bananas that are like smushed in. That's why you covered them. That's why you cover them with shields or stuff like that. <laughs> why does Why does Captain America have Parkinson's? I don't know. <laughs> oh God. Um, there's a uh, There's a distillery outside of Philadelphia called um, 1675, and they do uh, whiskey and vodka, and they're cool dudes and all that. So their year anniversary was coming up, and I'd met them a bunch of times, and I've set up there. They let me set up there and sell my stuff. Um, So I took a picture of theirs. They're actually the two first people I did digitally as 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 humans, and I did them digitally. It took me three months. Because I just stop and I'm like, nope, that don't look right. Delete and wipe it away. So it was all done digitally off of a photograph. But yeah, I don't, I don't do humans. That's why it's all, I love cartoons, you know, and I stick with my cartoons. Okay. I want to put a request in. Oh boy. But I want your help with this. Okay. My favorite cartoon ever, Courage the Cowardly Dog. How would you do it? And like, what would you combine it with? Can I tell you that I actually met the voice of Courage the Cowardly Dog and sat with him? Did you? And do, we traded artwork. What? Yo, the guy was awesome. Guy was guy was fantastic. I met him at a con. And again, I went up, you know, because he, he did a bunch of voiceovers. I done a bunch of voices. And uh, I, I, did we go out and have a beer? No, we were supposed to. We were in AC. We were supposed to. But something ended up happening. We couldn't meet them. Um, but yeah, dude. Like I said, if you go to these cons, man, you meet all these people that you've always been a part of. Like all the older people are are going out and doing cons now because they're realizing that the nostalgia is coming back because of all these streaming sites coming up and putting it's, that stuff on. No, it's because it was ripped away from a lot of people. A lot of people had to grow up quickly. A lot of people had to uh, – all these cartoons, all these things were taken out of their life or they ended up going out and doing bikes or something, and then you want to fall back to it. But I had a, I used to have a shit ton of Yu-Gi-Oh cards. A, you, I used to have a lot of Bakugan and all these things, these little, like, little you know, toys. I ended up like a couple of years ago recollecting everything. I found out that, oh, well, I've got all these paychecks I'm saving up. I'm like, I might as well start buying some dumb shit. So besides putting four ninety nine, wow. well, I'm just saying. I was like, I'm doing okay. At 22 years old, that thought is great. But imagine being a 30-year-old going, uh, I'm going to buy a Deadpool statue. Okay, uh, look, to, this is when I was – first of all, don't <laughs> knock that Deadpool statue. I would invest in that for you. My Dude, buddies – Look, my you don't even want to see my collection, dude. I'm telling you, it's it's stupid, man. I've seen the craziest one. My buddy's dad has like um he has like he has a computer in this one room. It's just just nothing, just this computer. But everything around it is all Iron Man statues. He has over 650 Iron Man statues, all different versions of Iron Man. Like there's this suit from this comic series, this suit from this comic series. Dude, he's got over like $50,000 worth of Iron Man statues in his room. And I would walk in and there's all, I mean, so much to where you, the, the room is probably like the size, like a decent sized room. You could fit a sofa in there and stuff, but you can't literally walk in there and do anything because there's just statues everywhere. And in their garage above the top where people keep like a lot of clutter and stuff, it's all the Iron Man boxes. I'm like, dude, your dad must be a huge fan of Iron Man. He's got the one version with Tony Stark's helmet where it's just the face mask off, but he's still got the headpiece on. And then he's got one where it's just the headpiece off and the face mask still on. And it's all different versions of that, like little slight little bits of differences in the statues. I'm 
like, wow. Like, but that's what you got to do sometimes, man. Like what I was doing when I was just spending paycheck after paycheck, like, oh, I'm going to buy my whole Yu-Gi-Oh collection. I got a whole fucking suitcase downstairs that you would put luggage in of just individual decks of different types. Because when I was a kid, I grew up too quickly where I ended up, you know, we moved a lot. So we sold all my shit at a yard sale for like $5. So some person got lucky. So now I go to thrift stores and I'm like, Yu-Gi-Oh cards? And they're like, yeah. Uh, what? Like, just give me a nickel for all those. I'm like, you understand this is a blue eyes, white dragon. Like that is <laughs> more than a nickel. So that's what, that's so, that, so I'm, I'm Pokemon in that fact. So I grew up with Pokemon playing it on the Game Boy and, and the cards and all that stuff and watching it. So actually, a lot of my artwork is uh, Pokemon mashups. Um, I just recently did uh, Mimikyu dresses or Pikachu dresses Mimikyu. Um, but I love I love doing Pokemon mashups. Like I'm a huge fan of them. I actually have a Blastoise inside a Hulkbuster suit as well as and then i recolored it's an enamel pin um and then i recolored it and did a war machine he was inside the war machine suit or i have a deadpool uh deadpool pikachu uh, i don't know if i it's oh, i got a pin yeah so i have pins of all this stuff but it comes from my head and and people and like my buddy a playful girl i was telling you about he'll sit there and we would talk about different things i wanted to mash up and he goes it's not gonna work don't do it it's not gonna work and then I still sit there and do it because I don't listen. I, I still don't listen to 38 years old. And uh, here's why it really worked. And it, it, it ends up being one of my top sellers because people, you know, right now I did all the Teen Titans Go dressed up in Fortnite costumes, you know, just for, I never played Fortnite. I played Fortnite once, hated every minute of it, you know, but I love Teen Titans Go. And I knew, I knew like we were talking about what's next. I know Fortnite was going is going to continue, but even though it's dying off now and, and Apex has taken over, um, I didn't. I, I I got a couple kids in my classroom, and then a couple adults I know played, and I hit them up and asked them what are the you know most popular skins in it, and that's what I did the that's what I did the Teen Titans in, and kids love them. Okay, change to the request now instead of doing. Oh my God. <laughs> Well, I would love it if you did Courage, but I feel like this one's going to get you more into actually doing it. And I think it's one of my favorite Pokemon, Mudkip or Swampert or Blaziken, dressed up like the Karate Kid. Yeah, I mean, Bandana, Bandana, the 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 Human Torch. Make him a Human Torch. I don't care. Dude, Blaziken as a Human Torch? Yeah. Oh, my God. I gave you an idea. Oh, my God. Run with it. <laughs> Run with it. That's what I always thought of him like was because he had that super, he had that fire move or so whatever. It's funny you're saying that. So I actually this is what's this a 14 by 20, I think, canvas. I don't know if you can see. But on here I have Magneton drawn. I don't know if I can get up close on there. I see a little all, bit of them. Yeah. Yeah. So I drew three of them. So my buddy that does all my tattoos, um, he's a Ray Petty, this is a cosmic primate tattoo, zombie, you know, zombie primate. He, uh, he does a lot of biomech. We're actually working on a, a biomech octopus on my thigh right now. Um, so I told him, I said, I want to do, I want to give you a Pokemon, but I want you to biomech it up. So he's going to take the magneton that I drew. It's nice and big on there. And he's going to put a, you know, get it all mangled up with biomech and stuff like that. Really go nuts with it. So again, just something, you know, like stupid stuff. That's what I'm saying, man. It's like, it's here. I, you know what? I got one for you. You got to be creative in times. I hate Dexter. 
But do you know what he's matched up with? I'm going to guess Shaun of the Dead. Yes. <laughs> which, is my, which is my favorite movie, but I hate Dexter so it's the so hate. <laughs> yes. I'm conflicted. I'm loving it, and I'm hating it at the same time. There's a Nitto King as Doomsday with oh, that was, Cyborgs that's awesome. Superman. Yeah, dude. I mean, that's, that's, that's all I do, and it's just – it's fun. It's fun for me to just enjoy myself. Um, yeah, because if you don't enjoy it, then it becomes work, and that's not fun. And that's Robin dressed up as uh, – I can't tell what that is. Oh, Thundercat. Lino. Lino. So they didn't actually did an episode where they were dressed up as the Thundercats as well. So I, I just sat down. Yo, I'm telling you, man, Yo, you're, you're missing the ball. You're much, dropping the ball. Machamp dressed as He-Man. I did a Machamp dressed as the Hulk. Why would you do that when you have perfectly good He-Man? Why would you not? Well, I mean, this is – you're talking about doing something. There you go. There's another Pokemon for you. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Pansor. Uh, Pan, yeah. There's Os- Oshawott as Superman. Do you like how there's one called wishy-washy where it's like, are you guys even trying anymore? No, they're not. <laughs> they're like, <laughs> I love it. every minute of it. It's like Sharknado where like two people are just sitting in a room. What's two things that scare the crap of you? One person's like shark. Another person's like tornadoes. All right, put it together. We're going to make a movie. Done, Sharknado. We're in, dude. <laughs> dude yeah, but the, I mean, seriously, you got some great talent, man. I, I First of all, I appreciate you for coming out and doing the podcast, man. But like yeah. – you got to do trading cards, man. Just make a, make a couple sketches so and then print it out on some cards, dude. Just copy and copy and print. Make a collection. I will buy that it. That game's like not real, though. No. That's what I was getting to earlier when we were talking about that. That that game. Thinking of terms of like right now, enamel pins are huge, like huge, huge. And I'm gonna I'm, here. I'll show you. Right, it's right all about now collecting. I have a binder of Pokemon cards. You don't need to play the game anymore. You need to collect. No, them. but like I'm talking about trading cards. Like, Whoa. this is one of five canvases on my wall right now of pins. Pins are a – that's the Steven Universe, the Steven America right there. Okay. Do you remember the show El Luchadors with the little masked wrestlers that all had f- different powers? There's Flea. Yes. Okay. Yes. I want Flea as Oscar the Grouch. Wait, what happened to Blaziken as Human Torch? I got these ideas. You're throwing me stuff like curveballs here, right. bro. <laughs> Blaziken as a human torch. I like that one. I'm sticking with it. But I still want to see uh, Oscar the Grouch smoking crack or something. I'm not going to do that, man. I'm a teacher. All Come right. on. That's, That's why awesome. it's called Dad's Cartoons. I am a wholesome, wholesome person. Okay. I always love the Dude, I've done one. Them. I've done – people ask me about doing horror stuff. I've done one scary thing. And I have to make sure that it's not on my wall because I do a huge print wall behind me, behind uh-huh. my table. I did Pikachu as the exorcist. Why would you do that? So the splits and the face and the blood and the pee. And it's gnarly looking, dude. But And people are like, I have to make sure it's not hanging up when I do. Like I did a show called Kids Comic Con. And I had to make sure it was nowhere to be seen. Like, yeah, you're gonna nowhere to be seen. For life. Yeah, 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 hundred percent, dude. But that's it's fun though, man. Like, I, so right now, so right now, I'm actually doing a mural, a video game mural at this brewery outside of Philly. Awesome brewery, fantastic. It's called Odd Logic. Um, if you ever get anybody up in Philly to get you beer, 
definitely go definitely grab some odd logics um if somebody's up here and can send it to you or drive it down to you or if you're ever up in the area um ship but i'm doing with my blaziken poster i'm doing yeah that'll work that that i think that's allowed <laughs> why is why is this guy just getting a beer that as it as it gets like, as the mailman you... as a mailman all of a sudden you hear a bottle fall out of the back of his his truck don't fuck with me with the ups guy because let me tell you something i've been ordering sauce and i've been getting sauce from a couple of my sponsors that they're sending me past four packages look like they've been drop kicked i'm like i'm raising hell with this usps guy they're like you can file a complaint i'm like i want to speak to whoever's delivered in the mail and i want them to freaking know my pain i'm going to beat them on the ground but it's 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 fun so right now i'm doing this mural on their whole wall. So they have an NES and a super NES plugged into flat screens on the wall. Cause you can, it's very family friendly. You bring your kids there. There's board games on each table and you can sit there where they can play video games. So I'm doing this huge mural. I have Mario holding Zelda's shield, holding Link's shield, jumping and hitting a, a, um, a box and, and an iLogic beer is coming out. And then there's, um, here's a game from back in the day, which you probably didn't play called Bubble Bobble. No, look at your Swing face. And a miss yeah dude wow so bubble bobble sitting on top of a mega man uh energy energy bottle is a pikachu so i'm drawing this mural like i'm i'm privileged to be drawn because i love the beer at this place and i love being there so that's a huge job that i'm taking on right now so i haven't even actually taken on any commissions because i'm trying to get over there and do this painting done while my kids got baseball while i got things i got to get done and we're running errands here and we're going to excuse me, going there. So it's just like, it's crazy, dude. Like without having cons and not going and traveling and doing shows, I'm finding so much other stuff that needs to get done. And I'm just, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm tied up. You know what I mean? Machop dressed as Raikou from Street Fighter. <sighs> With the white vest, <sighs> the muscles flaring, you get the, you got to <sighs> turn them, have them flexing. No, dude, I'm telling you, you have you have gold with Blaziken as Human Torch. That is right, gold. Fine. Why is that gold? So I'll tell you here right now, and this is what I teach when I did a couple um, art classes. I look for characteristics of each character before I mash them up. So you just said, you said Blaziken and you said Human Torch. Well, they're both involved with fire, so it works well. Okay. I did, uh, where what, is he? What's wrong with Ryu and Machop? They're both fighting. What is it? Yeah, it's not that. I just, I love, I, I don't want to do another Machop. Okay, Courage and Obi-Wan Kenobi. So, it's just going to look like Courage in a, in a, in a bathrobe. Yes! Wisdom! The, I'm going to turn around and be like, uh, so that's Courage, and he's dressed as Obi-Wan Kenobi. No, he's not. He's in a bath. You got to be able to, it's got to be like a discerning characteristic to say. Like, with Karate Kid, okay. I could do it with the bandana. Courage the Cowardly Dog and Robocop. You're not going to barely see Courage. You get to know it's him by the teeth. Mm. You can't mistake yeah, but those teeth. So here you go. I'll, 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 give, I'll play devil's advocate for you. I did a gumball dressed as Black Panther. Wow, that's really good. So unless you know what gumball looks like, you can't tell who black, who's underneath the Black Panther mask. Because it's under the mask, and Black Panther's mask is what what tells you it's Black Panther, other than the teeth the teeth around his neck. Wow! So I had somebody come back and think it was Quagmire. He's like, "Is that Quagmire?" And I'm like, "No, it's not Quagmire." It's but again, if you look at Quagmire and you look at 
that face of gumball with the cheek and the way I have them drawn. So you have to, that's the, that's the problem. That's why my mind is so ridiculously stupid is these things pop into my head and I'm like, I could do that. I can do it this way and I can do it that way. And people are like, no, it's not going to work. I'm like, watch, hold on. Let me put it on paper. And I'll sit down and draw it. You're like, oh my God, it's awesome. It works. You know, it's, it's weird, dude, but you got to make sure like Blaziken is perfect because he's such a well-known evolution, but he's also very strong. And with the human torch aspect, you can still see Blaziken's face and body. So you'll know that you'll know those lanky arms and legs. Whereas if I took, like, even if I took, I don't know, I'm going to have to take this off to show you. Roger Rabbit is Batman. So see the Pikachu Deadpool? Yes. You know, that's Pikachu, right? Yeah. That is Pikachu in there. If you tried to put, you know, you, 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 it's, hard to get, it's hard to get the idea of who's behind a costume. So you got to make sure that it's, they look like they're. Bugs Bunny and Samurai Jack. That's not a bad one. Never watched Samurai Jack, but that's not a bad one. I didn't like Samurai Jack, but I'm telling you, that's so we, a good yeah. idea. <laughs> that doesn't idea. work, though. You have to like it for it to be drawn. Marvin the Martian. I do. I did him as Deadpool. Okay, that's a good one. I, I couldn't. I can't pick anything better than that. See, I try not to. I try not to overdo things too. Like I have four Pikachu's. I tossed you out gold here. I tossed you out gold. You did, and I. I, I got to see if I sit down and I got to sit and draw it. Maybe I'll go live one night on Instagram and draw it up for you. Like this is what this one kid created, and <laughs> along with fifteen other with ideas, fifty million. I'm a swing and a miss. I'm like Babe Ruth. I'm swinging for the fences. <laughs> I'm swinging for the fences, dude. Spyro, look, dressed, still going. Hold on, Spy, I, Spyro dressed as Captain Crunch. What? Why? Why not? Why? That you have the sense. ability. Don't do this. So I've already drawn a Spyro. But yeah. yeah, no, Spyro doesn't know. You're like being, you're like Morgan Freeman. You're gifted with this amazing voice, but you don't want to talk. It's like, what you are know you doing no, to the people? You know, there's a new Spyro coming out. Are you serious? Yes, I am. I bought the Ratchet reignited Klein trilogy. Too. I bought the reignited trilogy. And I remember playing it as a kid and getting so upset. I would have to cry and take a nap and I would never get past the first level. I beat, I went about the reunited trilogy. I beat the first level in five minutes. I literally had to have someone talk me through of how I was not mentally challenged as a kid. Like I was so shocked. I was like, was I a fucking idiot? And like, they're like, no, you got older, you got smarter. And I'm like, okay, you're right. You're right. I went upstairs, played the second level, beat it in five minutes. I'm like, no, you're lying to me. There's no <laughs> way this was impossible when I was a kid. Yeah, it's so it's it was room. It's rumored to be on the PlayStation Five. There's gonna be there. You know, there's another Ratchet and Clank too. Um, I was never love a fan Ratchet, of that series. Love Ratchet and Clank. I was an Xbox guy. I think there's another Crash Band. Oh, you're an Xbox guy. That's a shame. Sorry to hear that. They're not coming out with anything. They're not coming out with any Assassin's any Creed Von Holla, bro. Is all I care uh, about. That's that's coming out on PlayStation. I mean, their own games. Nice. Got this from a thrift store. I told you I collect my childhood memories. This thing is really sharp. I could kill somebody with it. How about I have the Deadpool version of Assassin's Creed the movie? I have never seen the movie, but what you talk about loving Assassin's Creed? That movie is. I love the games, but I literally I bought the um I pre-ordered the Ezio collection and I got a free movie ticket. I just never went. 
dude, go go watch people it. People said it was terrible, it. but also people crap on the Green Lantern, so I might actually like it. So they came out. So when Deadpool two came out, no, Deadpool one, one of them, the movies, they went through and made popular covers of movies with Deadpool on them. So there was an Assassin's Creed, the Assassin's Creed movie with Deadpool's face dressed as Assassin, dressed as uh, Ezio. Dude. Not Ezio. Who was the name of the? I forget the name of the character Altair? in the movie, but yeah. So he's dressed up like him on. The- <laughs> His face is under the hood in his in his suit, dude. It's fantastic. Nobody's ever seen it. They they didn't make a lot of them, so I kept it in the wrapping and all that. Like it's a fantastic cover. All right. I want Diggum from Honey Smacks, dressed as Raiden. Diggum, the Green Frog, dressed as Raiden. Raiden, but Raiden's face is pretty much covered up by his hat. By his hat. Diggum wears a hat. He's a frog. Raiden- yeah, but you still see his face. There's one popular frog. Everybody no, would know. Not. Give him Kermit. a shirt. Kermit. Fuck Kermit. <laughs> Dig him. I got salmonella off Honey Smacks. I will live oh. and die by that cereal. How did you get salmonella off the of Honey Smacks? I turned it into a joke, but a long time ago, about like last year, maybe, uh, let the iceberg lettuce that had salmonella, there was a recall on it. Yes. Well, at the same time, there was a recall on uh, Honey Smacks. I'm very frugal with my money. So $5 is what Honey Smacks usually goes for a box. So I was like, I'm doing good in my life. I'm getting, I'm doing okay with work. I'm going to spend $5 on this box of cereal. I bought this box of cereal. I ate a bowl of it. I got insanely sick that night. I went back to Walmart the next day. The guy said, oh yeah, there's a, there's a shortage of salmonella poisoning and all the iceberg lettuce. I'm like, oh man, that's crazy. I came in here to get a Powerade. I got so sick last night. He goes, did you buy lettuce? I was like, I did, but I haven't eaten it. I had honey smacks last night. Oh, there's a recall on that too. Salmonella outbreak. You know what? I ate the rest of that fucking box of cereal. He told me, throw it out. Probably has salmonella. I said, look, you live and you die by the smacks. That's how it goes. I emailed the Kellogg's people that. They denied coming on my podcast and sponsoring it. So my buddy, a fan of this podcast, had listened, and he sent them multiple emails until they sent me a bunch of free coupons for a Kellogg cereal that I can't fucking scan anywhere because they're like, what the f- we don't know anything about a, a free box of cereal like this is just fake this is just decoration for your room i'm like thank you kellogg's for really sticking it into my face i never heard anything about salmon because salmonella can't, it's it's dry cereal how did it live you wait you know what we oh wait. i'm not i'm not second guessing you i'm just i'm questioning i'm questioning in my own mind it's the same thing with franken oh my god Bro, Squirtle as Count Chocula. Why would you not go Squirtle as Frankenberry? Because of the blue. That's Booberry. Or Booberry, I mean. You don't even know what cereal you talked about. Oh my god, I, about- I wasn't here. Oh. I wasn't allowed to eat that stuff when I was a kid, dude. What, we you had didn't have we, a childhood. You didn't have a childhood. No, we did have a childhood, but my mom wouldn't go out and get that sugary stuff. We would have if we wanted a sugar cereal, we had to get a plain cereal, and we only were allowed to do half and half. So don't uh, we were never allowed to have the Count Chocula's and all that stuff. I didn't get to eat that until I was older in college, bro. What kind of yes. god do you worship? Exactly. Oh, yeah, here exactly. We go. Federal health officials are warning consumers to stay away from all Honey Smack cereal, which is likely behind a multi-state salmonella outbreak that has sickened 130 people. 131, I did not. 130. <laughs> um, 
Kellogg's voluntarily recalled Honey Smacks in June, citing possible salmonella contamination on September 5th, 2018. And that God. was actually that was that was two years ago when I experienced death in its at least thirty-six different states, one being Maryland. So That's I bought that box goodness. and I got my mom's like, Why are you eating the rest of it if it's making you sick? I'm like, because it's five dollars. I stick by my choices, man. You know, I confirm. Oh I might have a lot of ideas of mashups you can do, but I stick by my choices. <laughs> oh, Dude. Oh my okay. God. You're going to, yo, I'm going to be getting messages. I'm going to get messages for no, days. We'll man. end it on this one. All right. No, hold on. I got two more now. Hang on a second. Hang on. I got two more. One, I want Mr. Mime as Orville Redenbacher from the kettle what? corn. Yes. Orville Redenbacher. The only way you know him is because he has glasses, dude. He's not going to look, it's going to work. You got to think of the, as the characteristics, the, 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 the traits of these people. I want, okay, Abra, Abra, Abra as a Power Ranger, but not any Power Ranger, Yellow Ranger. But how are you going to know it's Abra underneath the Power Ranger helmet? You, if you're a kid and you grew up playing Pokemon, you know. You just know. No. What do you mean? That's like you're going to know who Abra is. Alakazam, he's got fucking spoons in his hand. He could be a serial character. Mash him up with Diggum. I want Alakazam I can't, dude. as big. Yo. <laughs> Your mind does not stop, bro. Alakazam as Digum. Well, I'm looking at a wall of Funko Pops and my mind's Alakazam just going. Is Digum, Dig, Digum. Oh my god. You know it, it would work. He's got They both carry spoons as mascots. Yeah, but but what? Life's not about butts. Life's about imperfections, and that's the beauty in it. And that's so from the em, eel from Courage the Cowardly Dog. So dig them. I mean, yeah, I guess so, because that's a uh, – yeah, I guess so. And the wheels keep on turning. Wheel. Yeah, because that's an actual – that's an actual, like, costume. So it's he has good. the yellow shirt, the yellow shirt and the green jacket. I, oh, man, I, I'm going – yo, I'm sticking with the Blaziken Human Torch, man. That's fire, literally and figuratively. Damn, the Diggle one is probably my all-time favorite. Uh, hit me up. We'll talk. Maybe, maybe we'll do. Maybe we'll do both of them. Can I get Professor Farmsworth and Fallout here? Who? Professor Farmsworth. Who's that? Tragic news, everyone. Futurama. Don't watch it. Never watch it. Wow. Really? Yeah. I would think you would love that show. Never watched it. Never, never, not even an episode. Not even one? Nope. Saw the commercials, didn't do anything for me. Okay. Can I get... I do like the Blaziken one as Human Torch. I do want Alakazam as Diggum. That would be fucking amazing. Or Diggum as Alakazam. <gasps> we don't know. What about... Mm. <laughs> trying to think because this is a really good opportunity for you. I want to know what you're looking at right now. I'm looking at my wall of Funko Pops. Uh, I want the Xenomorph as Mr. Rogers. Hang on, though, it's Mr. Rogers. The cardigan. Seriously, a cardigan? Look. I'm, you need to give some, you need to give, you need nobody's to Nobody's that nice a, to their fucking neighbor. Yo, you gotta give something that's, like I said, it's got to be discernible that that's that and that's that. 
So here, I'll give you a quick little story. One of my first traveling Comic-Cons up in North Jersey, right? So I did Mickey Mouse's Venom, right? Scared out of my oldest son when I was drawing because he's got the big teeth. But now he's a huge Venom fan at nine years old, loves Venom, wants a Venom face shield for when he goes back to school since schools are going back around here. Um, I'm up, set up at this Comic-Con in this hotel. This girl comes up to me and she goes, how dare you? I said, I'm, I'm sorry, how dare I what? And she goes, that's Mickey Mouse. I said, is it? I said, have you ever seen Mickey Mouse with big teeth like that and a long tongue that's like drooling and those eyes? And she goes, well, it's Venom. I said, it is? I said, have you ever seen Venom with two ears and a big little belly and, a, and fat shoes? I'm like, listen, I walk a gray line because I take two different characters and combine them into one. It's parody. Like, there's different things, but don't come up to somebody and disrespect them about their artwork. Like, that's what I do. You know, so it's it's difficult to see how you take two things, but you got to make sure that you see both of those things, because if not, people aren't going to understand it. They're going to look at it and go, why? Why would I want that hanging in my room? But if it's you commissioning something, like doing Diggum as Alakazam, that's what you want. I'm going to do it. That's how I work. So if that's, that's what, what you want... If that's what you want, I'll do it. A Blaziken as Human Torch, that would be that could go on a, on my print wall to sell to people because they would know the Human Torch and they would know Blaziken because you know I put the four on fire in his chest and everything. So it's it's got to be. If it's a commission, you can pick whatever you want. You know, it's but I I'm going to still if, if you still come if you still come back to me and say I want a Xenomorph. With a Mr. Rogers Carnigan. That's a fucking I'm good not, one. I'm going to say that doesn't, I, if you want it, that's great, but it's not going to turn out the way you want it to turn out because it's not, you're not going to be able to tell it's Mr. Rogers. And then somebody's going to come in your house and be like, why is it, why do you have a xenomorph wearing a sweater? Is he cold? Because I'm tired cold? of following the damn rules. I want life <laughs> to be fun again. But yeah, that's, so that's, that's my, that's how my mind works, man. It's just, it, you know, it's, getting getting ideas together and then seeing how I can make them mesh together properly so that it looks good. It's recognizable as either person. I mean, I did Olaf as Captain America too. Okay. Not a fan of that one compared to Alakazam and Honey Smacks. That's, that's gold, dude. I would, I, I don't, I would want that tattooed on my skin. Oh my God. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna Alakazam dressed as Diggum, like throwing up because he got uh, because he got salmon. <laughs> it was, dude. I, I mean, in any logical decision, I wouldn't advise anybody to do what I did. But I'm a man of my convictions, and that's one thing I hold true to myself. That's a shame. Well, Mickey, I think I've wasted enough of your time. But before we go, I would like to mention one more. Could we do Groot as Leonidas from Three Hundred? It would just be Groot as a Roman Roman warrior. Exactly. What's the issue? I was going to do Groot holding Sunkern. The f- oh, Sunkern growing oh. out of his hand. Yeah. And that that, that was one of that's on my actually on my idea list. Wow. Having Groot drawn drawn like a baby Groot with a, with a little Sunkern in his hand drawn like coming up. Can we do the Manta Ray Pokemon? I forgot what its name is. Mantike mixed yeah. with Aquaman. 
So somebody yeah, riding I mean, on Aquaman. Or you could do Mantike with the Little Mermaid. Yeah, you want to, I mean, if you're going to do Aquaman, you're going to do Mantike standing up horizontally because you're going to see the whole, the belt, you know, the belt, the, the big thing with Aquaman is his belt. Um, Dude, how are we missing this right now? Mantike and freaking uh, Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. Oh my God. They're riding Mantike. Oh my God. I drew them. I actually drew um, uh, Merman as uh, Captain America for a uh, customer. What's with you and Captain America? That's like, he's, a, he's a wholesome, fantastic character no, that teaches kids. It's played by the Human Torch. Strength. What? It's played by the Human Torch. <laughs> <laughs> they can't trick me. I, every time I look at him, I'm like, just flame on already. Just oh flame on gosh. Johnny Blade. Dude, Ghost Rider and Mr. Rogers. How about I did a, uh, a Jack Skellington as Ghost Rider? That is actually really good. See? That's what I'm saying. You got to make sure that it's But you're just comparing skeletons and skeleton. That's the point. Like I did with Grimm and, and, and Skeletor. That's not creative. That's no, just not. pairing like things together. And people love it. Wow. That's could the I, thing. People love it. Could I do Gary the Snail? I'm not even gonna say it because you're gonna laugh. I know. Now I want to hear it. You can't. You can't do that. You can't start and then stop. No, I gotta hear it now. Gary the snail is who? Thomas the Tank Engine. What? <laughs> so you know how awesome that would be. He's on a tracks and he's got the slime going on the tracks. Come on, think it through. You wouldn't make him Thomas the Tank Engine. If you're gonna do Thomas the T Tank Engine, do Thomas's big face and then Gary like crawling over his eye so he, <laughs> he like couldn't see or something. But that's the thing, like then it's just a snail on a train track. Exactly. <laughs> it doesn't make it Thomas. Man, you just love poking holes in my ideas. I'm not poking holes. You're supposed if, to yo, be a teacher. You're supposed to offer me guidance listen, and acceptance to if, my ideas. If you You're supposed to pet me, me on the head and tell me I'm a good boy. If you want me to draw up all of those, that's fantastic. They may not look <laughs> like anything like you want them to look because the ideas are kind of hard for me to say that that's Mr. Rogers on a xenomorph. It looks like he just had a chilly day. Like it's a little fall day and he put on a little carnigan and he's good to go. But you're killing me. Uh, have you I'm ever telling you. have you ever seen um uh, I got it. Torkel. Torkel. You know who Torkel is? Yes. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Not bad. There we go. We got turtles. We're working. We're making pancakes. You're writing Torkel. it down. You're writing it down. No, I'm looking up Torkoal. He's a fire turtle. He's a geyser-looking Pokemon. We could do Doduo mixed with um, Steve Irwin. Yeah, he could work as he could work as a turtle. Put a bandana on him. Call him Raphael because he goes with the red. See, I'm making. I'm learning. I'm learning, and this is why you're a teacher. Look where we're going from here. But everybody that's listening, you need to be. You need to be rewarded. <laughs> of Alakazam and Honey Smacks because that's the only thing I want in this world. I can die happy. <laughs> Dude, if you want to draw, I'll draw it up. I have no problem. But I I'm want definitely it. Doing... I do. 
I'm definitely doing Blaziken as as. Uh, oh, I'm glad. Can I, can I get like a maybe like a little tiny like? So what know? I'll do is no. What I'll do is I'll I'll we'll work out we'll work out pricing for the this Honey Smacks the Diggum and the Alakazam, and then when I finish the uh, Blaziken is I'll I'll send you a free print with it. Oh, dude, I'll put it on my site and say, look at this. And then I'll tune into this episode so people can hear, be creative and hear. All oh, it's not going to get done that quick. Hold on. It's not going to get that done that quick. Okay, but well, yeah, I don't um, know how long it takes you to produce these, to put these out. It goes up um, in about a week, but still, I'll, yeah. I'll just link it to the site once you make it. You know, I had yeah. a, I'll give a shout out to him right now. Adam Coyle, very good comic book artist. Um, I He made a commission for me. It's Papa John's. And I always say Papa John's is a cult. So he did a human head on a pizza while Papa John's holding it. If you look at Papa John's, that man is something wrong with him. And I hope he hears this and I hope he knows that we're not here for him. We never will be. We don't want to listen to any of his problems. It's, I, I don't like that guy. I look what? and I see pure evil. I see pure evil in Mr. Rogers too. Nobody's that nice to their fucking neighbor, Mickey. Nobody. No, you're not. I am. You have moments where you're like, I want to smear dog shit all over your car door. Hand. I would never. Again, that's why I like how Captain America. I'm a wholesome kind of guy, buddy. Human torch, you mean? No. You said Cap- No, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why do you bring up Human Torch again? <laughs> all right, Mickey, please promote, plug everything. Your Instagram page where people can find your artwork, man. Dad's cartoons across the board. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, you can go to my store. My store is linked to all them, but it's dadscartoons.storeenvy.com. Um, I make shirts. I make posters. I make pins. I make buttons. I make stickers, prints, frame stuff, originals, all kinds of goodies. And with the con season being canceled because of COVID, my stuff is just my, – my inventory is just sitting, waiting. So I'm just hanging out and swimming in the pool and grilling. Krogunk as Scarface. Say hello. Uh, yeah, that's the only way it would have to be. He'd have to be holding. He'd have to be holding something, shooting, and say hello to my little friend and little bubble. But the best part is, is Krogunk has flippers for hands that are just square little brick things. Yeah. So that means he can't hold an Uzi. So you could have him trying to hold a cigarette, like with it, like this, where he's trying to hold it up into his mouth. Come on, I'm fucking giving you gold. I don't know. <laughs> I told you how it would work, and you're like, oh, he's got flippers, so he's not going to be able to hold it. Corf or no, Crawdont, Crawdont, you know, they have all form of corfish, and yeah. Larry the Lobster. Larry the Lobster. Why don't I know that? Why am, why am I drawing SpongeBob. a blank on Larry the Lobster? Oh, okay. Living like Larry. All right, I'm ending it. Don't worry. <laughs>